that will have a worse week next week than what they had this week. President Trump indicated on Fox News last night he thinks the need for ventilators is being overstated at the state and local level. Steve Kathan, CBS News. The half trillion your Nancy Pelosi on how it got there. Congressional Democrats in the Senate and in the House were able to flip this over from corporate trickle-down Republican version to bubble-up worker-first, families-first legislation. In London, British... The coronavirus, that's to say a temperature and a, a persistent cough. Johnson says he's self-isolating at 10 Downing Street and will continue to lead his country's efforts like so many of us are doing in our jobs working from home. Johnson, of course... She lived in the outer suburbs of Paris and died yesterday. The Prime Minister has warned the Paris region is set to be the new hotspot as cases rise dramatically. There are fears the government is set to extend the two-week lockdown, fears that may prompt many thousands more Parisians to flee the city this weekend despite travel restrictions. Elaine Cobb, CBS News, Paris. Wall Street S&P futures are down 83. This is news. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company helps you customize your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Unlike things you paid for you didn't need, like that much-needed 125-inch flat-screen TV. It's hurting my eyes a lot. Or your 100-square-foot bedroom. My neck isn't so much stiff as it's completely stuck. With Liberty Mutual, get customized home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Uh-oh, I'm seeing color splotches. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Hello, you know my voice, don't you? Well, just this once, let me tell you something without you asking me first. Now you can complete the census online. Just go to 2020census.gov. The census cannot share your response. More importantly, you can help inform how billions in funding will be spent each year on things in your community. Complete the census online, by phone, or by mail. Shape your future. Start here at 2020census.gov. Paid for by U.S. Census Bureau. Will this relationship stand the test of time during the coronavirus pandemic? CBS's Matt Piper says maybe. The big We will be able to work together to weather this storm. Matt Piper, CBS News. An outbreak between March 3rd and the 14th. Peter King, CBS News. Balance of Nature. 
changing the world one life at a time. I look at Balance of Nature and I look what it's doing for me and for the patients that I have that are taking it. And it's been phenomenal watching the changes that have happened and how much healthier and how much more energy they have. If we give you the proper nutrients, your body's able to produce what it needs. And here's a product from Balance of Nature that basically makes it so you get the nutrient equivalent of eating 10 servings of fruits and vegetables a day. The thing that amazes me with it is, is that it's so simple. Don't wait to see what getting over 10 servings of whole fruits and vegetables every day can do for you. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order of fruits and veggies. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1-800-2468-751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code FRUITS. At the Ohio. Department of Health and the OAB. Say you're not a morning person. Uh, or maybe you are. Hello, sunshine. Either way, we all have one thing in common. Our love for breakfast at McDonald's. Sleepyhead. Uh, or go-getter. Together we breakfast. Double the sizzle and start off with two savory sausage biscuits for just $2. It's biscuit perfection at McDonald's. Your morning starts here. Limited time only at participating McDonald's. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. It's 4 a.m., Monday, and you're literally sucking baby snot through a tube because she's congested. Man, that's love. And if you love her that much, love her enough to make sure she's buckled in the right car seat. To make sure your child's in the right seat for their age and size, visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Show them you love them. Keep them safe. Visit NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. This is Hocking Valley Bank President Tammy Bobo. We've adjusted...
70th year of service to Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H. We have this air. Got a little care. Won't hurt me. All right. Good morning, folks. Welcome. And it's a Friday edition. We wind up the week and. Uh, what a week, right? Mercy. Uh, Scott's here, too, of course. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, that won't hurt your coffee any. may just give it a little different flavor and yeah. may help to clean out your innards, too. You never uh, know. Tasted just fine. Yeah, good. All right. So, um, <laughs> Friday, it's March. I swear, it says 37th here, but they mean 27th. Oh, no, that's just my glasses. I just got to... I'm not wearing them quite right. Okay, March 27th, the 87th day of the year. That's what today is. Three, uh, 279 days left. Our highlight in history for this free-for-all Friday, the year 2006 when the Al-Qaeda conspirator um, testified at his federal trial that he was supposed to hijack a fifth airplane on September 11, 2001 and fly it into the White House. Remember that? We had the Pentagon. We had... Um, Twin Towers. Twin Towers. <clears throat> and then... Uh, the, Shanksville. Yeah, PA. Right. And, and supposedly there was supposed to be a fifth aircraft involved that was going to intentionally uh, crash into the White House. Yeah. Well, anyway. Um, let's see here. That's that was a day that changed the world, obviously. Changed history. I remember it very well. Where yep. I was, I was right. What I was doing. I was right here, and we had the TV on up there, and you know, yeah, TVs were on throughout the offices here. I was sitting in an office, my office in the communication center, yep. and our equipment director came in. And he was hot. He was mad, upset. He said, did you see what those did? I said, what? He said, you didn't see that? Yeah, we had a TV in the uh, equipment room there. 
And, uh, you know, when you're doing things like that, it just kind of helps pass time. Lots of stuff to do, but I walked over and saw it, and I was just, you know, dumbfounded to see what was happening. But I remember it well. Just like many historical events that, uh, you know, we've been alive and experienced. The scene, it just sears into your mind. The Kennedy assassination. Yeah. Um... I think that is one of the most, uh, as you put it, seared in my mind historical events. Um, as I as I think back, yeah. but but I was a kid. Yeah, likewise. You know, I was in. Uh, I think I was a freshman in high school. I was in. Uh, Ralph Sabach's mathematics class. And Coach Sabach was also the head coach of the Worthington High School football team. Head coach. Later went on to Penn State. With, with uh, Paterno? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Football? Yep. Yeah. Well, anyway... Uh, let's see here. Let's move on. Uh, today's uh, thought for the day, this comes from Dorothy Thompson, who they say is an American journalist. She lived from 1894 to 1961. Fear grows in darkness. If you think there's a boogeyman around, <laughs> turn on the light. Well, who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. Seems very logical. Yes, it does. Okay, birthdays. Uh, you see, the oldest person listed today, actor Julian Glover, who's 85. Jerry Lacey, another actor, 84. Hall of Fame uh, racer Cale Yarborough, 81. Austin Pendleton, who is both an actor and director, 80. Actor Michael York, 78. Dave Cause, jazz musician. Um, you you know his name was really spelled differently than it was K H K A H Z, but people just would spell it K O Z. So he, even his albums say K O Z. On the you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's fifty-seven. On the album cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino. 57 as well. Mm-hmm. Actress uh, Polly Parrott is uh, 51. Mariah Carey, 50. I can't believe that. Um, Tia Fuller, jazz musician. She's good. Uh, 44. Busty Boat Posey, the um, um, baseball catcher, right? Yep. 33. Brenda Song, actress, 32. Kimbra is 30. Let's just skip down to the end here. The youngest person listed today is... Okay, a classical crossover singer, Almira Willahagen... 
I guess she's starred on Holland's Got Talent on TV. And she's 16. So I guess we'll eventually see her over here, too. <laughs> yeah, more than likely. Sounds like she's got a bright career in front of her. Yes. Well, we're done with that report. Uh, today is International Medical Science Liaison Day. Boy, it couldn't come at a better time. Oh, amen for that. It's National Joe Day. I guess anybody named Joe. Yep. National Scribble or Scribble? Scribble. Scribble. Oh, the Scrabble I was mixing up with it. Okay, it's not Scribble. Scribble. So I guess just... Doodle. Doodling, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Scribble, scrabble, scrubble, hubble, habble. National Spanish pa- paella. Paella. Help me. That's what I got. Okay. Anyway. Day. Paella. Uh, I've had it. I just can't remember it. But I can't imagine that I wouldn't like it. All right. It but. is. A Spanish rice dish originally from Valencia. Mm-hmm. Paella is one of the best known dishes in the Spanish cuisine. And and when we you know we think of different countries that speak Spanish, that we're not talking about that. You know, like Mexico speaks Spanish. This is not Mexican. This is Spain. Mm-hmm. Main ingredients are white rice, chicken, a vegetable, and saffron. Mm. You know, one of my favorite things is coconut chicken curry uptown from, um, oh, help me. Nice restaurant on West, West Washington. Right, right there behind the courthouse. Um, oh yeah. Salam. Salam. Yeah, that's it. That coconut <clears throat> chicken curry that they have is killer. I mean, I, I'm, killer is not very complimentary. It's great. Okay. <laughs> uh, yep. So anyway. It's the bomb. The bomb. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, we have plenty of things to talk about today as we wind up the week. Thought we'd play a little bit of mathematics here in a minute. You'll see what I mean. But before we get there, let's let's talk a little bit about high school sports. Okay. Now we've had this thing come about: coronavirus, COVID nineteen, same thing. Um, we've been interrupted now for—is it four weeks or three? I think it's going on four. Okay. Um, By the way, folks, um, you know, the state of Ohio and other states, too, have um, started a regular daily briefing. And uh, over a week ago, I'd say two weeks now, we've been bringing that to you live each afternoon. 
Uh, it's actually I who come into the studio and put it on because we have, um, uh, what do I want to say, as many of our staff as possible are working from home. They are able to remotely control their computers here. And uh, so we have the music scheduling being done from our employee who lives up there in Bremen or Lancaster or somewhere up there. We have um, our traffic, uh, which is the scheduling process, all those things being done from an employee who lives out in Albany. Um, and then there's other people that are controlling things from wherever, Central Avenue or wherever they live. Um, and they still come in once in a while. Well, a couple of them do. <laughs> That's what I haven't seen for three weeks. But anyway, um, and um, just double-check things once in a while. But uh, now why did I start Oh, so high schools, of course, they suspended all their operations, and this includes athletics. Yeah, and you were starting to talk about the governor's briefing, too. The governor's briefing, thank you. So we, each afternoon, I bring you, um, we interrupt uh, generally the CBS newscast at at 2 o'clock. Because it never starts perfectly at 2, this governor's conference. Uh in fact, there have been one or two days that it didn't start till 2.30. But generally around 2.03, 2.04, it'll start. So we'll, we'll fade out of CBS and cross over into the live coverage from the governor and the lieutenant governor and Amy Acton, right, our head of uh, state for health stuff, mm-hmm. uh, who, by the way, is becoming a celebrity. Yes, she is. People are just so taken with her. And uh, I joined the group, too. Yeah, likewise. She's very calm, very uh, good Sin- with her delivery. Sincere. I yep. mean, she she just, uh, she's excellent. Well, yeah, anyway. She doesn't sensationalize things. She puts it out there as is, what she has available. That news conference generally runs about an hour and a half. It has gone as long as two hours, but generally an hour and a half. We are airing it all live, so at 2 o'clock. And um, it, it may be 2.15 even that it starts, but they tell us 2, and then we wait until they get going. Um, okay. Well, as you know, spring sports are really up in the air. Uh, even the winter sports um, had most of their season, but when it came right down to the state championships and things like that, that's when all of this hit. And so those have not been held. And it was yesterday, I believe, that the commissioner of the Ohio High School Athletic Association, I don't know the current commissioner. I've known many of the premier previous ones but um, the commissioner made the announcement there will not be an ending to the basketball season well there will be an ending but there won't be a determination of who's the state champ boys girls 
I suppose wrestling and other sports too. That oh are, yeah, ice hockey. Yeah, winter winter sports. Yep. That's the first time ever. Yes. Uh, so there will be some sort of in the record books. There will be some annotation about you know the following four schools in each division uh, would have played, but uh, no determination due to this uh, health crisis. Yep, I think they got to about in boys basketball. The regional tournaments, I think there were 16 teams left in the girls' tournament at the time when they were stopped, postponed. Mm. Okay. And the uh, news release from the OHSAA, as you mentioned, came out yesterday that winter sports tournaments all canceled, wrestling, basketball, ice hockey. uh, They've been canceled uh, initially. They were postponed indefinitely on uh, March 12th, I think, but they're now canceled. And additionally, they went on to say – The Ohio High School Athletic Association's spring sports of softball, lacrosse, baseball, track and field, and boys boys tennis is still postponed. It doesn't say anything about girls tennis. I don't know why, but it should, obviously. Folks, uh, um, I didn't didn't mean to interrupt. That's okay. It just coincides with the schools not being open, obviously. Well... Okay, and the and the pandemic, obviously. I mean, that's the obvious reason. So, the governor's asked years ago. I'm sorry to do all they can just to stop the spread of this virus, as we've been hearing many years ago. <coughs> a, a name that many of you may know, I hope and remember, Burton Devoe. Bert Devoe. Oh yes, I had him uh, in an economics class. Excellent, Professor. Bert DeVoe asked me to come and help officiate track and field for the spring. And I did so kind of reluctantly. But... um, um, it ended up, I've done that for about 30 years. And when he uh, basically was of age where he needed to back off from that responsibility, uh, I took over. And what did the responsibility consist of? It consisted of arranging for a, a group of adults to time every track meet we used to do it by hand with stopwatches and then also uh, then we got into the fancy systems with computers and cameras and things and learn all of that although we would always have a backup system in case there was a failure with the automatic systems And I had a list of about 25 names of people who knew what to do. And we would add a couple each year, as others would maybe want to stop. Some were parents, some were just community members. We're not going to be doing it this year. At least it doesn't look like it. 
But in February, I was sent a list of all the dates for the track meets. And and by the way, this same group has also been doing Ohio University meets. Well, they're in the same position, right? None of this is happening. So, it's weird to be this time of year and not at 4 o'clock in the afternoon going to one of these high school track meets. Mm -hmm. Very odd. Yeah. Boy, Bert was a great guy. Yes, he was. And uh, some of you remember he had a son, Ron DeVoe, who was a lawyer here in Athens, but now practices over in Kitty Hawk. He's been over there for quite some time. They're at the Outer Banks. All right. Well, we've sort of gotten off track. Um, let's, let's talk about uh, events that happen on this date. So, Ponce de Leon, right? We've heard of him. Spaniard. In 1513, he and his expedition... First sighted Florida. 1513 on this date. 1625, Charles I, King of England, Scotland, and Ireland, ascends to the English throne. 1914, the first successful non-direct blood transfusion is performed by Dr. Albert Houston in Brussels. 1958, I remember this, Nikita Khrushchev becomes Soviet Premier as well as First Secretary of the Communist Party. 1977, 583 people die in aviation's worst ever disaster when two Boeing 747s collide at Tenerife Airport there in Spain. I remember that. Okay, let's see here. Did I mention today was Mariah Carey's birthday? Yes. Okay, she's 49. Gloria Swanson from old-time movies, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Today would have been her birthday. She was born in 1899. Uh, Okay, here's two names I'm going to need a little help with. One I think I might know, but I'm not sure. James Callaghan. C-A-L-L-A-G-H-A-N. Born on this date in 1912, died in 2005. Uh, Leonard James Callahan, Baron Callahan of Cardiff, KGPC, often known as Jim Callahan, was a British politician who served as Prime Minister of the UK from 1976 to 1979 okay. and leader of the Labour Party from 76 to 80. Will Runken, born in 1845, died in 1923. Very distinguished-looking guy here. 
and that's R-O-N-T-G-E-N. He was a German mechanical engineer and physicist who on November 8, 1895, produced and detected electromagnetic radiation in a wavelength range known as X-rays. Wow. Earned him the first Nobel Prize in Physics in 1901. Well, there you go. Mm, yeah, what a great invention that I think many of us, if not all of us, have had, utilized or had to have an x-ray done at some point. Certainly. X-rays are, mercy, we have it just for dental, too. Yeah. yeah. MRIs, CAT scans. Well, those are all a little different, but... Yeah, they are. Um Still. Still advance in uh, physics from that x-ray invention. Okay, um, let's see here. What, sh- what order should I do? I'll do this. Um, I just changed my mind. Uh, let's talk about the coronavirus a little bit. Can you imagine that? Uh, I'm trying to right okay. now. Yes. Yes, indeed. We don't mean to make light of it either, but it's all over the place. So, <laughs> now, you know, I have data for the state of Ohio as of yesterday. Okay. So it does not yet show. <coughs> excuse me. It does not yet show the one case that now is present in our county. But as of yesterday. There were 704 confirmed cases. 55 of Ohio's 88 counties had at least one case. But that also means many counties had multiple cases. For example, Cleveland alone, 206 of the 704. Franklin County, 88 of the 704. You get the point. Now, 704 cases yesterday. Um, I was reaching for my calculator, and then I remembered I was going to use my phone. And then let me get my phone out and get to the uh, tools and calculator. There we go. Okay, so 182 of these 704 patients required um, hospitalization. Okay. So that's 25, almost exactly 25%. Okay, that's that's number one. And the degree of hospitalization, you know, we've heard about all these respirators and things like that. And granted, if it's needed, it's needed. But many of these cases are being treated in the hospital without the need for that kind of equipment. The more serious the case, the more likely that would be. Again, as of yesterday, 
we had 10 deaths thus far. And not to diminish this, but that is 1.5% of the cases. You know, I think we get, I mean, we need to treat this with complete seriousness absolutely and in aggressive um thoughtful um we we have all manner of sterilizing fluids and wipes and stuff out here i've got a whole nother supply that was supposed to arrive yesterday of the hand sanitizers our sanitizers are just the kind that you just squirt a little bit on your hands and rub, we are almost out of that. So I ordered a, a couple gallons of it. And we would refill the dispensers, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, little pump spray bottles. Um, we, we, we're consciously doing everything we can here. We have um, a mixture that we make called Sanitab. It's actually made for restaurants, for sick. Sterilizing their um, all the tables, and like if if someone's sitting there and now they go to wipe off the table, well, that's stuff they're using for the next party to sit down. Um, has this sterilization component to it? So you put one tablet in a gallon of water. And it turns a pale blue color. And then when you put it into these hand sprayers, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm holding one right in front of me. Yeah, spray bottles. Uh, we spray that on our foam mics. Um, and then it dries and it, you know, these microphones are, what, inches from our mouth. So they could really be... If we weren't doing these sort of things, they could very easily pass along just a common cold. Yes. Not to mention something like what we're talking mm-hmm. about. Okay. I actually wiped down the counter services this morning. Yep. When I got in here, too. And so I watched Skye very diligently do it. And she's got, you know, the rubber gloves on and all this stuff. She's very cautious. But she has so much fun here. Uh, and it shows. Anyway, um, where was I? Oh, so 1.4%. Um, the death rate. Now, if you're one of that, it's still serious, of course. But I just want to try to put things in perspective. I have not seen my grandkids, who, you know, six of the eight live right here in Athens, in several weeks, in person. Everybody's trying to be cautious. Well, okay. Jackie and Julia pulled up last night. They had been to a store to get some supplies. But they stayed out in their car, out on the street, and we were on the porch, and we just talked back and forth. 
but that's the first time I had seen them in several weeks. Today we have email, we've got text, and we have um, FaceTime. FaceTime, that, thank you. Skype. So we've been Skyping with our son and his wife and our granddaughter and grandson out in California. <coughs> we understand Paul's first wife is sick. And it has not been determined yet if it is um, this coronavirus or not. But um, she travels a lot internationally in her job for Johnson & Johnson. Medical supplies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of head of quality control for them. So anyway, um, to Gwen, we wish her well. Yes, we do. And, you know, speaking of medical supplies and medical personnel, uh, you know, hats off to these people. They're putting their lives at risk, too, to treat sick people with this virus. You know. And uh, without them, you know, it would be a whole different ballgame. There's a number of people I know who work through Ohio Health or through Holzer. Mm Mm-hmm. That sort of thing. Yep. Um, and their lives have been changed in terms of their scheduled work hours, what kind of role they normally have versus what they're doing now. Um, uh, I know someone who works up at uh, Fairfield uh, Hospital, so that'd be Lancaster. They're in the administrative offices, but they they work one day, I'm sorry, one day there and the other four days from home. And and there's like 28 people in that particular office. And um, they each take, uh, they divide it up five, what's 28 divided by five? A little over five. I guess it is. Yeah. Anyway, so there might be five on duty on any given day, and the rest of the time during the week they're working from home. So they all take a turn. Um, Offices uh, of all manner, uh, dentist offices. You know what I need? I need a haircut. (laughs) Good luck with that. You know, that, that isn't happening, right? Yeah, you might have to uh, seek out the services of one Penny Purdy. Well, <clears throat> yeah, but, I mean, the concept is that your hair salons, barbershops, and all of that mm-hmm. have been asked to not be open, right? Yes, that's right. And, you know, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention uh, workers in grocery stores. Uh, places that are deemed essential businesses still staying open. Right. And uh, delivery drivers, you know, fast food delivery drivers, mm-hmm. um, truckers that are delivering supplies to, to grocery stores and, yep. and essential businesses. It's too. remarkable to see how little traffic there is anywhere around. 
um, on 33, on yeah. 50, uh, uptown, anywhere. Yep. Sacrifices, they need to be made if we're going to fight this. Well, a lot of our community isn't living here right now. Yep. By the way, the census thing, let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. It is so easy to do online, folks. You've received mailings. It has your code. I have filed mine. Pat has filed hers. I mean, we're done. It is so easy. And our local census committee is just praying that you will do it before April 1st. Even though, even though the deadline for doing so has been extended. But they will have a more accurate figure of what they got to work on. We can save money in this county with our workers trying to get the full count completed if people will do so by April 1st. Those that have that opportunity or avail- uh, ability, availability. Chris Schmiel, um doing a great job. His committee doing a great job. I've, I've served on such committees before, you know, a couple times, I guess three times in the past. They're, they come together every 10 years. Um, well, you get the point, right? Now, why is my phone ringing here? Okay, this may be interesting.
district has provided over 5,000 meals to families and is getting very close to being able to provide online instruction to over 2,500 students because of the hard work of our classified staff. If you know any of them, thank them. We couldn't operate on a daily basis without this team of hardworking and caring adults. Please accept my wishes of good health to each of you and your families. Thank you, and have a nice weekend. Okay. Now that's that's live radio <laughs> to an ex, to an extreme, and what it is is um, uh, because I have grandkids in the Athens City School District, and sometimes I pick them up from school and all that sort of thing. I receive notices, just like parents do, um, via telephone about school closings or events like that, right? So, that just came in, and I glanced down, saw that it was from uh, um, Tom Gibbs. So I turned it on to speakerphone, and you heard it. Live radio. Yeah. So, there's the update. If this affects uh, your child, student in the Athens City School District, All right, we have about 10 minutes remaining in today's program and this week, for that matter. Um, Let's see, I came across an article this morning. Uh, It's not really clear to me who it's from, but I like the way it was worded. Well, it says the Washington Posh Team. I have no idea what that is. Okay. Uh, They start out, we love what we do. We love what you do. We would like to take time. We would like to take the time to appreciate all media friends out there. This month has been full of crazy ups and downs for all who work within the scope of communications. Whether you're a journalist, reporter, show host, editor, producer, director, or office personnel, We want you to know we see all your hard work. The outbreak of COVID-19 has created crazy schedules, cancellations, minimal studio visits to working from home. Some of our friends have had to close their doors along the way, not knowing if they will ever open again. This can be a very stressful time for many people. To say this outbreak has not affected everyone in some way or shape or form would be fiction. Thank you for all the hard work you do. It is not unnoticed. We will persevere through this together. 
So this is from some organization in the nation's capital called Washington, uh, Washington, Washington Posh. I think they are a public relations firm. But it just, I just liked what they had to say mm-hmm. this morning. Yep. It was very simple and clean. I came across another article, but I don't think it printed. But it doesn't matter. This was, um, I can't even remember who authored it, what organization, but it was about our head medical person for the state, Dr. Amy Acton. And they were just going, they were praising her for her manner in these news conferences that we air each afternoon around 2. Uh, for her her personality, uh, sincerity, um, they, they just uh, they said they think. I think there was even some expression like the whole state's falling in love with her. <laughs> you know, some crazy yeah, thing like that. Very understandable. Um, And yet, when I went to print it out, I couldn't get it. So I, I, I just thought I'd verbalize it to you, as I just did. Nice to hear. All right, let's see here. What do we have going on? I want to rem- another reminder about the update at 2 o'clock from the governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine. We'll be broadcast here at 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Tentatively at two o'clock, as you mentioned, it could start a little bit later. I think um, uh, for me, I think they could be just a little briefer. Uh, they some of them have gone two hours in length. All the others like an hour and a half. I think they could be just a little bit more to the point. Um, but. But they're good. And you have... um, um, I just lost my train of thought. Oh, well. Well, good good communication from uh, not only the governor, but the Ohio Department of Health with Dr. Amy Acton that you mentioned. Lieutenant Governor as well. Lieutenant Governor, yep. And, uh, you know, trying to keep everyone informed as best... As we can, instead of just, you know, every other day or every three days, something like that. This is something that needs to be communicated uh, regularly, which they are doing. Folks, if if there's anything you'd like us to do better, could you let us know? We're working hard out here. And we have, as I described during the show, sort of a limited crew. There's four of us here right now. Um, I think we generally, at the minimum, have two. Uh, but there are people working from home. Um, generally, the two is more like nighttime thing. Um, anyway, um, if you would, I'm I'm going to give you my email, okay? 
And then I can make sure that whatever your suggestion is can be forwarded to the proper people. So Dave Palmer, that's me, I'm president of the organization, and 47 years here now as in ownership. Um, so it's my last name, Palmer D. No space. So that's P-A-L-M-E-R-D. Then the ampersand, which is the at sign. W-X-T-Q. Like Xerox Tom Quebec. Dot com. That's my email. If it's easier to remember, Palmer D at Ohio.edu. I still have my Ohio uh, email address, the, uh, my OU email address from um, my years of teaching there and working there in other capacities. So, uh, either one will get right to me, and I will try to disseminate your suggestions or your requests appropriately, okay? Well, we have one minute left. Please continue to be socially distanced. Um, I know of some people that I think are doing it a little bit overboard, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, I sure miss um, some of my family. Um, But um, far more important is that nobody gets sick. And if you do know that we have great treatment and those percentages of terrible stories, um, reasonably low. So hang in there, right? Yes. Scott, have a good weekend, man. Thank okay. you, you, too. And uh, you didn't do the yabba-dabba-do yet. Yabba-dabba-do. There we go. That caps it right there. Okay. In our 70... to fly.